0: Joe, I know you're married. And you've been married for uh five years now, four years now? It's been a while. Six. Six. Um you have never really used a dating site before, have you? No, I have not. No. Well I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask your opinion anyways on this. And uh I kinda mentioned it on the last episode that I was gonna bring it up now. It's all faces and the uh you know, different perspectives on people and shit like that. Oh yeah, all right. Um how long Do you wait for somebody to text you before you just fucking give up?
1: I don't know. Right.
0: It's a tricky situation, especially when you're just talking. Yeah. So uh, I I I downloaded the uh, Bumble app. I used Bumble before. I've met people on Bumble. I've yeah. been on Facebook with people I, I met on Bumble.
1: I've heard of Bumble. I like the concept from what I've heard.
0: I love Bumble because the girl has to make the interaction first.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I've I've heard about it that's good.
0: Yeah. Uh it, it's it's great for a number of reasons. First off, it doesn't fill the girl's inbox with a bunch of creepy fucking messages from a bunch of creepy fucking dudes. It yep. puts her, in, it, puts her in the, it puts her in control of the situation on who she wants to talk to. And right. I'm happy with that. I've never been a big fan of making the initial contact. I'm always a good responder, never a uh in the uh whatever Yeah. Yeah, not really good at it, because all my initiations are generic. Hey, I'm Travis. How are you? Right. There's no sustenance to it. Substance? Substance. sustenance. I don't fucking know. The word. Substance. I hear you Thank saying. you. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, was like, I just really, I, I don't want to fucking have those long drawings like, hey, my name's Travis. How are you doing? I see that you love playing the piano. I've never played the piano before in my life, but I wouldn't mind listening to you play the piano. Dumb. It's yeah. is corny. Sounds sweet. Yeah, but is it real? Probably not. See? And I don't like doing that. That's why I like giving the girl the opportunity to respond. And I got a great message, a great fucking message from a girl. Talking about how, uh, we have the same values and shit like that. And I was like, that's awesome. I was reading her profile. I was like, yeah, kinda, we kinda share the same similar fucking, uh, yeah, you know, views on life. Um. Cute girl, by the way. I don't know how I luck out, but a lot of the girls I end up dating, way out of my fucking league. Nice. Um, but, uh, so I was talking to her for a few days, and all of a sudden I of nowhere, know where she just fucking just, like, she well, she, she messes me saying that she's deleting Bumble, but here's my phone number if you just want to text me. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll text you, whatever. We've been talking for a couple of days. What do I got to fucking lose, you know? If she fucking creeps me out, I'll just block her. Who gives a shit? Right. Um, so we're talking and everything, and uh she uh she's a Christian, first and foremost, not a deal breaker for me personally, yeah. um, but it's always nice to find somebody who shares the same religious values as well. Um I don't know if I can ever date an atheist. Um mm. I, I I think I would have no problem with somebody who's like agnostic. Right. Uh but I don't think I can date an atheist. I need somebody to have um an acceptance of what I have. Sure. Um but this girl's Christian. Uh she asked me if I was Christian. I said yes. I told her I'm a Protestant. I uh, have been my whole life. Um, I'm actually one of those internet ordained ministers. Uh, I went through the process of that so I could officiate some friends' weddings so I could help them save money and stuff like that. Uh she thought that was really cool. Um now I I tried to I tried to have an established idea concept of how I wanted to go about uh on these dating sites because the, the whole goal is to meet somebody and to physically meet them in person. Right. So I'm trying to find that balance of, I want to be able to talk to you about, you know, get to know you, but I don't want to ask you the questions that I would normally ask on a first date. What do you do for a living? You know, right. What do you like to do for fun? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm trying to find like the generic shit, like, What's your favorite type of food? What's your favorite kind of music? You know, you know, how was your weekend? You know, how was work? Bullshit, blah, 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 shit like that. Um, usually I am not a very big, again, non non initiator. I don't like initiating conversations. You know, I will, I will respond. I'm a reciprocator of conversations. Uh, if I was in a, if I was in a male-on-male relationship, I guess I'd be the catcher. Whatever. I know who I am. Um I just don't like Texan first. But I know I won't hear from this girl if I don't. Uh, proof made. Uh I reached out to her on Sunday seeing how she was doing because I know she had a memorial service for her uncle. And, uh, so I, I messaged her beforehand just to be, you know, polite, just to check in on her. Cause I know she wasn't taking it well. Obviously. Right. Passing of a family member. So I just messaged her, I was like, hey, how's everything going and everything? And she said, fine, just getting ready to go to this memorial service with my uncle. And I knew that, obviously. And I was like, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I just wanted to make sure how you were doing, you know, like, obviously it's, you know, something hard to deal with, you know. She's like, oh, it's fine. I did my crying yesterday, blah, blah, blah bullshit. I said, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to let you go so you can be with your family. Just, you know, if you want, give me a text. You know, shoot me a text when you're done if you want to talk later. She says, okay, yeah. fine. That was two days ago. Mm. No response. And the mm-hmm. thing that I'm realizing is, like, I texted her last Monday after she deleted her account, gave me her number, said, Hey, this is Travis from Bumble, blah, blah, blah. She said, Hi. We talked like half an hour, and then she's like, Oh, you know, I'm really gonna go to bed. You know, I'm kind of tired, blah, blah. Cool. Awesome. Give me a, shoot me a text tomorrow. Okay. Didn't. Mmm. Text her on Wednesday. Hey, just seeing how you're doing. You know, cause I guess, uh, she got in an accident. Oh, geez. She got, well, she got in a, con- she got a concussion. So. Oh, my God. So, like, Monday she wanted to go get some rest because her head was hurting. So I was like, fine. So I didn't hear from her on Tuesday. I'm like, you know what? I'll give it one more day and i am fucking, I'll text her. Yeah, that's fair. Text her on Wednesday, talked to her for a little bit and everything. And, uh, it like, it wasn't so much of like, okay, hey, I'll talk to you later. It's just like the conversation fucking ended. Mm. Um, so I, so I texted her on Friday. I'm like, did you forget we were in a conversation? Cause now I'm just poking fun at her concussion. Cause I'm kind of right. Oh, yeah. uh, and we, we had a pretty long con- uh, conversation that fucking night. I, mean, I think we, like, text back and forth for, like, five hours It's on about bullshit and everything. She asked me again if I was a Christian. I guess she forgot about it. It might have been the concussion mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we talked about forgiveness. Yeah. And And uh, that was one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about today on the show. But before we dive into that. Uh, I just want to remind you guys that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It is the one-stop shop for all your comic needs. You know what's weird? I noticed on all of my podcasts, or all my sponsorship, uh, plugs, I use that one-stop shop, uh, quote. Nice. Yeah. I do. But because all of our, uh, all of our sponsors are unique and different in their own little ways, and they all have their best products that are one-stop shoppable. Absolutely. It's true. CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go to buy all your comic needs. Not just the collective ones that are 9.6, 8s, 10s, whatever the fuck you know, the numbers are, because I'm still trying to learn that aspect of it, but also they got readable ones that you can just kind of thumb through. So many different uh, comics available at CarterComics.com, and not only just on CarterComics.com, but also all their eBay sites as well. If you need to look for their eBay sites, we can provide that to you. Just uh, reach out to us and we'll tell you how to find it. Or, or, or... Just go to CarterComics.com, scroll down at the bottom of their front page, and they're all listed right there. So you can do the work yourself. So don't be lazy. Nice. Right. Um, guys, uh, if you do decide you want to purchase something from CarterComics.com, uh, you have to sign up, you got to register, be part of the Carter Comic Club. Um, still don't know if they're, uh, calling it that yet, but, uh, you know what? They should. Uh, because, uh, I'm a marketing genius. Mm hmm. So um, be part of the Carter Comic Club and everything. Sign up. Get yourself an account and everything. Fill up your cart with all their amazing products. And right before you check out, go to that shipping little comment box right there. I need you to type in this freaking show, Tragedy, or Cartoon Joe, whatever you need to reference us here at the show for your sale to let them know. Because there is a deal going on with Carter Comics. I just have yet to sit and talk with Doug on exactly what that was. I know he mentioned it to me. I haven't had a chance to. I know if you guys are like, "Well, you said done the last episode." Spoiler alert, we're literally recording two episodes back to back. So it's like yeah, it hasn't been days. Yeah, it hasn't been days. It's been literally minutes since I said it last time. So, um, I will get the information out to you. I will post it up on Facebook the moment I have it. Um, I just don't know what the sale is, but Carter Comics does know what the sale is. So if you mention us in the shipping uh comments, they will apply that deal to it. I just don't know what it is. If I had to guess, and don't quote me on this, if I had to guess, I think it's like 10% off your your sale plus 10% off shipping. I think it's both. I'm not quite sure. I think it's something like that. That's a, don't quote me. It's just an educated guess. But I will talk to uh, Carter Connick and get the exact uh, offer that they're offering. And, um, yeah. It's a a, a great sponsorship. We're honored to have them. As we mentioned in the last episode, it's going to give us the ability to do so many more things here on this freaking show. As far as FreakNet Studios, that we can put up on our YouTube channel, which is FreakNet Studios over on YouTube. Make sure you hit the notification bell and subscribe to our channel. Nice. You want me to abolish right now, or are you going to dive into Audible? Oh,
1: I guess I should, talk, I should dive into Audible. I, I was wondering if that's what we were doing. <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I know. No, I know. I
1: know. We didn't need to spend 15 minutes on Carter comics this time because it's it's not a new thing anymore. Uh, but uh, we were on it for so long last time that I was just like, well, what, what, what's next? I wonder what's yeah. next.
0: I <laughs> know yeah. oh, we 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 gave them we gave them twenty five percent of the uh, show. Our customer or not our customers, our fans know where they can go to become customers of Comics dot com, and that is C A R T E R C O M S E S dot com. Carter Absolutely. Dot com. You yeah, know, we now we can dive into Audible or Ball. Nice. Yeah, let's jump into Audible. Can we do an audible, an audio rock paper scissors? Yeah. When it gets, when it gets to your next plug, sure. Cool. So we'll go rock paper scissors shoot, and then yell out what you uh, what you uh, throw out. Okay. Yeah. God, this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rock paper. Sc- How can you not say it with me? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to say it with you. you supposed to. Have you never played rock paper scissors before? Uh, I usually just, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not the one who says it. I usually am just moving my hands while the other person says it.
0: Hold on a second. So you played rock, paper, scissors against somebody, but you make them say it alone? We, yeah. No, you're supposed to, you're supposed to say it together. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and then you throw out. I didn't know that. What what kind of life are you living, Joe? I don't know. One on the edge, I guess. That's not on the edge, man. I mean, you're not, you're not participating at that point. You're like the you're like the uh, the fucking uh, who's who's the sidekick in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Le I don't know. Is that is that the the chubby little guy who goes yeah. around? Yeah, yeah. Be, be a Gaston, goddammit. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do this together, okay? I'm gonna do it slowly so we can do it together, and you right, I'm, I'm don't ready. fuck this up. We have listeners now, probably listening to the very first ever Audible Rock Paper Scissors. I'm ready. I'm not saying that we're the originals, but who knows? He's literally like, holy shit, I wouldn't have seen history right now. At least right? this is the first time in six years we ever had this idea. Now we're going to do rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and then you yell out what you're throwing. All right. Okay? I'm ready. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot, cute. paper. Oh, you I fucker, come on. I can't. <laughs> you should this does the work. You- it does work you should know you should know in your head instantly what you're about to throw out
1: i knew what i was I was gonna i was also gonna say paper
0: okay all right so uh how about <laughs> we're gonna try again here, man yeah okay? let's try again let's okay. try again okay. okay so well we have to we both type of paper oh well, yeah. yeah even though you easily could lied and said like well i was gonna throw out scissors i know but i'm not a liar Good man. I do. you can't because your boss would be pissed at you true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about just the one upstairs, I'm talking about the one that's on the other side of his fucking microphone. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, I'm ready. Okay. rock. Rock. Paper. paper scissors, scissors. Shoot. Ah, oh, you win. Okay. See, how can you tell me that doesn't work?
1: No, it didn't work that time. I just did right. I
0: Yeah. Right. Not, not to not to offend anybody, but how much of a cranny did we sound like just now? <laughs> well, I couldn't tell <laughs> I
1: wasn't sure uh uh if we were in sync or not because of
0: the delay in the audio and but that's what else was I I think you know what I think if we keep practicing, I think eventually we're gonna get to the rock, paper, scissors, shoot paper. Yeah, I think we I could. Think we'll, I, think we, I could. think we will get to it. but you want to so go ahead and do the audible. Yeah, so uh uh
1: you listen to a podcast, so you obviously like things uh being told to you in your ears. Uh maybe you should try that with stories instead of just random bullshit like two guys trying to play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <party>. <laughs> it worked. It did work. It did work. But that's pretty pretty random compared to uh listening to a fantastic story like uh I don't know, Phantom Tollbooth, which is the uh the book we've been talking about lately. Um, if you like stories, if you like to be read to, if you like to listen to a voice other than your own tell you a fantastic story, the best way to do that is to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audio book. Um, like I said, The Phantom Tollbooth is a great read. Um, I've, I've been listening to The Dresden Files, really great read. Um, uh, you know who else is great is, uh, um, if you've never listened to a full cast reading of American Gods by Neil Gaiman, you are missing out. I highly recommend that. Um, all these things can be yours if you go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and sign up for a free trial. Get yourself a free 30 days. Listen to, uh, use use your, your free credit that comes with this trial and listen to one of these fantastic books. Uh, you can listen to them in your car. You can listen to them in the tub. You can listen to them while you mow the lawn. There's lots of great ways to uh, to increase the amount of reading you do during the week by having somebody else do it for you. So best way to do that once again, last time, audibletrial.com/freaknet. Head there right now, get a free 30 days, get a free book.
0: Do it. Nice. I do. you, Joe.
1: I was finally ready.
0: <laughs> I was finally ready. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, what is that? Did you, send, did you send me a message on, on
1: the uh, on the old uh, Skypes. Oh, it's the uh, I believe it's the last file from last episode.
0: Oh no, I think it was the last file from the four minutes. And uh, oh no, it was Doug Carter from Carter Comics.
1: Oh nice, he gave you a call on Skype?
0: No, he sent me a message on Facebook. Oh. Mm, he doesn't know we're recording. Mm. I guess I could ask him what the, uh, the, uh, uh, promotional code is, but I'll do it later. Yeah. Um, I really I really want to talk about ballwash dot com because I was pulling up their website to kinda of see what's going on as far as you know the year and the, the holiday season and everything. And BallWash.com dot com has a Jolly Jewel sack pack available right now at BallWash.com. dot com. I know what you're thinking, travesty. what's in the uh what's in the Jolly Jewel sack pack? Well let me tell you what's in the Jolly Jewel sack pack. Uh first off you got some uh ballwash. Uh The product that started it all, our Original Activated Charcoal Nut Button Body Wash, featuring several essential oils and plant extracts to leave you smelling and feeling incredible. Also, they got their Nut Rub Solid Cologne, an easy-to-apply solid cologne and skin balm that's longer-lasting to help keep you smelling better longer while protecting your skin. And, of course, they got some Sac Spray. Saxbury delivers a refreshing pH balanced blast to the nuts that neutralizes odor while helping neutralize odor and irritation, great for your balls and body. It's free of parabens, sulfates and synthetic dyes. Nice. Yeah. But on top of that, on top of that, you can go ahead and get the jolly jewel sack pack and boxer gift box. Which is the, which is the, the Jolly Box I just mentioned, plus a pair of boxers, or 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 you get the Jolly Jewel sack Pack with boxers, ball guard, and handy. The handy Joe. That is the that is the <laughs> hand. That's the body scrubber, not the lube. Oh, all
1: right, gotcha. I was like, what's a hand? Mm-hmm. What's- what is
0: the in this context, what's that what's a handy, a handy. <laughs> in the six years I've been married. No, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the thing that they use to uh, scrub the body, the uh, body nice. sponge kind of if well, But it's their own uh their own personal design. Hmm. So all these are available at ballwash dot com. So again, the Christmas spirit where you can get jingle balls all the way. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know if that was gonna if that was gonna land, but I think it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Jingle, jingle balls. Oh, perfect. All right. Go to ballwash.com. Fill up your, uh, your stocking, if you will, with all these amazing ball wash products. Everything from shampoos, conditioners, body washes, ball guard, which is my personal favorite. The, uh, rub on, uh, cologne, the, uh, ball spray, the handies, any, any product they have available. Go ahead and fill your card up with it. Use the promo code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 15%. Guys, the more you buy, the more you save with our promo code, because we want you to have a great Christmas and a holiday season. And what better way to do it than com? It's time to get that funk out of your junk this holiday season. Uh, Joe, okay, where did I leave off with, uh, with the relationship shit? Um, you had been messaging back and forth,
1: and she had not gotten back to you in, like, a few days. Yeah,
0: but there was... There was something we're going to talk about, and now I can't fucking remember.
1: Oh, I don't remember either. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, God, that's no bueno. Yeah. It was the whole point of this entire fucking podcast. Uh Have I ever used a,
1: data, a dating app?
0: No, this is after.
1: Oh, uh, it's after that? Oh, no. How long should you wait to text
0: somebody? No, no, this is way, way after. This is this is like toys this is right before I started doing Carter Comics. Yeah. Oh man, there was a Oh what the hell? I was telling you about we were talking about the Christian views. Right. And we had a long conversation on Friday. Mm-hmm.
1: And you were checking to make sure that she Oh, she didn't remember something.
0: Yeah. Yes you remember me being a christian right well Pooey on me, I can't remember, but I'll tell you what after I do the editing, I will remember, and uh we'll we'll we fucking hey, we will regroup on that next episode, okay because I know there was there was a point I was getting to that was kind of unrelated mm it was it was within the same ballpark. But it wasn't the same inning, if you will. Gotcha. Um, so I will go back and listen to it and then, uh, I will make a note of it and, uh, we'll catch up on that next week then. Uh, but let's dive into Femtobu. I don't want to, I don't want to wait too long to get into the next chapter here. Let's do it. So, uh, so we did chapter 14, the dodecahedron leads the way. That's where the crew, if you will, uh, decide to, what's this? Why do people keep bothering me while I'm recording my show? <laughs> uh, well, Ma, I guess I'll talk to you in a minute here. Uh, the crew meets the dodecahedron. They end up in the, uh, the cave where they're mining numbers. They meet the math magician. Um, and, uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and pick it up? Uh, we're, uh, pick it up, uh, chapter 15, This Way to Infinity.
1: Yeah, so you'll recall, uh, at the end of the last chapter, he had suggested that it's time for lunch, and the humbug is like, yeah, lunchtime. That sounds great. I'm not going to say anything because I want to get fed. And so uh, as they almost as soon as, as the king or as the, the math magician uh, announces his lunchtime, uh, everyone stops working, a group of eight of the strongest miners carrying an immense cauldron bubbling with soup. Uh, bring in, bring it in and, uh, and they all eat. And, uh, the humbug, I believe, has 23 bowls of soup. Milo has like 9 or 10 bowls of soup. I mean, they, they, they eat, they eat what should be their fill. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: what they don't realize until nearly the end of the meal is that the, the more they eat, the hungrier they are. And as the meal is finally taken away, they realize, uh, they're friggin' starving. And they don't, they don't know why. And so they uh, they bring it up the 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 math magician and uh, he he's like this is the the dodecahedron chimes in this is the famous super subtraction the the more you eat the hungrier you get because you see here in Digitopolis we start full and end hungry and that's how that's how we eat and the same way when we sleep we start we start fully awake and we sleep until we're tired. And then, and then as we do things, we, we gain our energy back. Because, uh, it's, it's, it's this weird math logic where you have to start with a whole and, and, uh, uh, the things that you do take away from the whole. Because you can't have more than a whole. Uh, you, you can't, I, I actually, I know somebody who gets really annoyed when you say, uh, I give 110%. Well, you can't. You can't. The max you can give is, t- is 100%. And so, uh, this person would get, get along really well in Digitopolis, I think. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're 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 very confused about this, but they just kind of roll with it. And uh, the math magician uh, starts showing them the things that he can do with with his magic. And the first thing he does is he erases the area they're in and takes them to his his uh, his laboratory or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, make sure that I'm not skipping anything.
0: No. I did I did want to talk about this one part though. Oh yeah, please you you kind of you kind of uh touched on it and everything when he was talking about uh <coughs> making things whole having you know having more and stuff like that um and i think it's one of the coolest uh one of one of the coolest things at least in this chapter but also uh, in the book where he says uh uh suppose you had something and you added something to it what would you make and he's Milo said more quite correct. Now, suppose you had something, you added nothing. What would you have? The same. Splendid. Suppose you had something, you added less than nothing to it. What would you have? And then, obviously, famine went to humbug. But it kind of talks about, I think it's very relatable to, like, kind of people who um pride themselves on having, like, pro- objects, properties, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, to where, like, if you have enough, you don't need to add anything more to make yourself whole kinda of like you were saying. Um obviously if you take things away you're gonna have less. And I I guess like I mean everyone has their own interpretations to things and stuff like that. Um but I think that was pretty cool like how you kinda of mentioned like looking at it logically like if you have something, you add nothing, you'll already have what you, you you have what you need. If you add more, yeah you're gonna have more stuff, but what why do you need more? Right. So I thought that was pretty cool. hmm. Yep.
1: Um I like that
0: Thank you. I
1: have famine roared the, <laughs> the very hungry humbug. Mm-hmm. Um so while they're while they move to this, this new place, uh Milo is is like, What well, do you always travel this way? And this is a really cool room. I, I really wanted to read the description of this room, but um there it's a strange circular room whose sixteen arched windows correspond exactly to the sixteen points of the compass. Which, I, what, what would those be? You'd have north, south, east, and west, uh, northeast, southeast, southwest, uh, southeast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's only eight, so there's, there's twice as many as that, um, which is, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a compass guy. I'm very bad at directions. Um So I thought that was interesting around the entire circumference were numbers from zero to 360 marking the degrees of the circle and on the floor, walls, tables, chairs, desks, cabinets, and the ceilings were labels showing their heights, widths, depths, and distances to and from each other. So this is a very data heavy place. They really, they like to know how far everything is from each other and, and, uh, how wide it is, how tall it is, how long it is, how deep it is, so on and so forth. Um, and uh, Milo has a lot of questions about this. So he's, he's asking the mathematician about, like, all of these things. And, and do you, you know, do you always travel by erasing and drawing? And uh, the mathematician's like, no, sometimes I just travel the fastest distance, which is just a straight line between two points. Sometimes if I need to be in more places at once, I multiply, uh, so on and so forth. <coughs> and he basically shows them, which for the longest time, like, I – uh, Travis, I don't know if you know this about me, but I love math. And yeah. I'm really sad that I haven't been able to do math for a really long time because it's not really part of my job.
0: Ooh, true. Um, so Digitopolis really, would be the best place for you.
1: Yeah, I really like Digitopolis. Um, I, I love um, pencils. I'm a big fan of pencils. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it literally took until maybe the last three years for me uh, my whole life. I was a pencil guy. And then about three years ago, I started using pens because now it doesn't matter. I'm not I'm not doing any math, so I don't have to race anything like that. Gotcha. You
0: know. Um, now, now is it straight wood, or do you use a mechanical? Um, my
1: absolute favorite pencil is a Ticonderoga number two, and that, okay. that's a wooden pencil. Sorry.
0: I think uh, I think if you're gonna go pencil, you gotta go wood. Yeah, I, th- I think realistically, mechanical pencils are only really popular like when you're in elementary school and they just look mm-hmm. really cool and you want to impress your friends and shit like that. But realistically, if you're going to write with a pencil, mm-hmm. you gotta use a, you gotta use just the yellow wood, you know, mm-hmm. pencil sharpener, eraser, fucking you know, just ready to go number two, SAT, whatever fucking pencils. Absolutely. Well, mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I love the precision of a mechanical pencil. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the way it writes, but I also. There's just something about the feel of a wooden pencil in my hand and the way that it makes a dent in my finger as I write. Ah, oh, it's just yeah. the best. Just the best. Yeah. And the way it smells, that's It brings you back to a simpler oh. time, really. Oh, yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. I could I could I love pencils. I could talk about pencils all day. Well maybe um, we'll make a show about it one day.
0: Yeah, we'll throw it it'd on the be Patreon. We'll
1: in. Yeah. we'll throw it we'll throw anyway, on the
0: Patreon. <clears throat>
1: I love that. Um but yeah, so the the mathematicians uh He's doing all these cool tricks, and they're like, well, how do you do that? He's like, well, it's all very easy as long as you have a pencil. And uh, the Humbug's just like, well, it's just a normal pencil. What are you talking about as long as you have a pencil, you know? Um, So that's very fun. And then um, Milo's kind of curious about numbers now. His interest has been piqued. And so now he wants to know what's what's the biggest number there is. And uh, like everything in this world, the math magician is very literal. And so he, he says, look behind that door there. And there's the biggest three that Milo has ever seen. And Milo's like, no, 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 I don't mean like the tallest thing. I, you know, oh, what do you, what do you mean? The longest, you know, what's, what's mm-hmm. the longest number? And he says, well, look behind that door over there. And it's the longest eight he's ever seen. And, and it's just, it's a giant number eight that, that they had to use three different mining carts to carry into the <laughs> castle. And finally, uh, my, uh, talk jumps in. He's like, uh, What's the number of greatest possible magnitude? And Milo's like, thanks, talk. That's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> and so the biggest Milo can think of, maybe Milo doesn't know what a, what a quadrillion is. Maybe he's never heard the number before. So the highest he can think of is nine nine hundred 999 trillion, or I'm sorry, 9 trillion, 999 billion, 999 million, 999, 999,999. Milo recites breath, breathlessly. <clears throat> and then the mathematician says, well, add one to that and do it again, and do it again, and do it again. And basically, this is a great way of teaching the concept of infinity.
0: Yeah.
1: And he does the same thing for the smallest number. And I think I might have blown through the whole chapter.
0: It's fine. Dude, the chapter is only four pages.
1: Yeah. I, I, well, I don't know. I, I scroll, so I'm not sure.
0: Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's literally four pages. You, I mean, you're like 75% through. Just keep going. Right. Yeah, no problem.
1: Everyone's so, enjoying
0: your excitement. Oh, thanks.
1: I am excited. like I Like, if,
0: like if, if you were ball wash right now, you would be the handy. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, you know, he does the same thing with with, uh, with small numbers. You know, what's the smallest number you can think of? I don't know, like what, one one hundred millionth or something like that. And it's okay to divide that by two and divide it by two and divide it by two. and And basically, you know, the concept is as you approach infinity, you can still divide by two. No matter what number you have, you can divide it in half. Um, yeah. And Milo's like, well, that's that's amazing. But how do you, you know, do you keep that number on hand? He's like, yeah, we have it in, you know, in in the, the world's smallest box, in the smallest drawer, in the smallest house, uh, smallest desk, house, smallest house, smallest world, so on and so forth. Um, and he, the, the mathematician's like, just follow this line forever and you'll get there. And Milo's like, well I don't I don't have forever. I'm busy. I got things to do today. He's like, well, try the staircase. And so Milo climbs up the staircase and tells Talk and the humbug to wait. And uh that's basically where the uh the episode, the the, the, episode. the chapter <laughs> chapter ends. Yeah. Awesome. So
0: fun stuff. I
1: really enjoyed it.
0: All right. It's a great book, man. I, mm-hmm. So that means we are leaving off on chapter 17, 16.
1: 16. A very dirty oh. bird.
0: Yeah. Four. Four more chapters, man. We're getting towards the end. It's wild.
1: Mm. Ooh, nice. Okay. Such a short book and such a long year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was, see, and we, we made it last. Mm hmm. Right. Speaking uh. of these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, remind remind everyone what the plan is for uh, the freaking book club uh, when we end here. When we end, yeah. Oh, you, right now. Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah. So oh, well, I, when, when, we, when are you going to do
0: it? When, when were you going to do
1: it? I thought you were telling me to remind them when we got to the end of the season. I should remind them what we're doing. Oh, you monster. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> totally tell no, no.
0: Tell you well, no. I mean, uh I believe we're here.
1: we're gonna we're gonna start a Patreon. And if you wanna keep doing this, if you want to uh uh and have it more regularly, that's that's certainly a thing that we plan to do. Yes. Uh we'll have a Patreon set up by the time our next season starts, and you can sign up for it and um people who sign up for the Patreon are gonna help decide what book we're gonna read, and uh we'll get an opportunity to participate uh with us as we as we do the, the book club. So, uh, look forward to that. It's a great way to, uh, to get involved in the podcast, to, uh, to talk with us, to, for us to talk with you, and for us to share our insights about a cool book together, whatever it is, whatever it might be.
0: So. And plus it'll motivate people to read, which I think, I, I think realistically people don't do as much as they really should. Yeah, I mean, it's I've,
1: very rare these days.
0: I mean, obviously there's people like you who, you know, they sit down, they enjoy reading, they make time for it, and then there's people like me who are like, you know what, I'm gonna do it for fucking content for a podcast. But you know what? Honestly, reading the book, it's actually made me, like, more enjoyable to actually grab in our book and start going. Uh, you mentioned a book on the last episode. Do you want to, uh, you want to kind of, like, start out uh, the the official book club with?
1: Yeah, I'd even recommend, yeah, I'd, I'd start, I'd start with Dresden and Files number one. Yeah. It's yeah. really good.
0: So. So we, yeah, so we can look at doing that. Um, because we've been talking about doing Patreon for a while now. We just never really kind of established the content we're going to do. Um, but, like I said, as we mentioned on the last episode, because of CutterComics.com and uh, the sponsorship that they're providing to us, we're going to have the ability to do so much more. Um, and it also comes with the responsibility of getting more content out there as requested by them. Um, so, again, don't want to go into numbers, but uh, they're helping us out to the point where, yeah, definitely uh, we're definitely going to do what they, you know, request of us. Not that they tell us. They're not telling us to do anything. They're just requesting a certain criteria from us that um, that we're going to honor because, you know, they're, they're taking a chance on us. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, look out for the Patreon. We'll get that set up. Uh, I'm going to guess because uh, this season does end at the end of October. We do take, uh, I think, a week off at the end of the year anyways. Um, maybe we'll just take that time to kind of uh, conference, figure out what we're going to do as far as uh, – the Patreon for next season, Uh the new segment for next uh, next season, if you guys don't remember, we've talked about it a couple of times, is we're doing what-ifs. Oh, yeah. So we're going to pick moments in history. We're going to say what if this didn't happen or what if this did happen and stuff like that. Um, and just give our opinion. It, it doesn't have to be 100% accurate. It can just be what we think would life be like now if something was to happen. Um so it's just a fun little thing on life. It doesn't it's not gonna have to be scientifically accurate. You know I mean? you guys don't need messages like, you know, that sounds dumb. I don't think that would happen if this really did happen. You know what? Don't be a dick. Yeah. Just enjoy. Just enjoy life. Dick. Yeah. Just just have a nice time. <coughs>
1: yeah. Um, life like things.
0: Yeah. But you know what? I I don't think uh, I don't think I've ever really uh had uh I think there's been only been a couple of times. That I've gotten some negative feedback from people on like what we talked about, but that, is, that hasn't happened for a couple years. So I think we've been kind of, uh, good on what we've been producing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, a lot of cool stuff happening, especially with next season coming up, next year coming up. Um, I think we will take like a conference. We'll get Freak Nest Studios together, which is pretty much just you and me, whatever. Um, and just try to figure everything out, you know, and Absolutely. plan, plan out for more videos. I know we, have we uh figured out that our next video we're gonna do is uh chicken sandwiches from uh from different uh stores and stuff. So we'll get that set up. Maybe we can look at doing that uh maybe in a couple weeks. You know, uh you know if we have a weekend off or some of that, we'll do some video and we'll just uh we'll just grub hub a bunch of different fucking places. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because it's awesome. We can use the account uh card, I can just grubhub uh seven different uh grub right to your fucking door. It'll be expensive as fuck, but hey, who knows? <laughs> or we'll just, we'll, we'll just map out nearest chicken places. I don't know. I don't know what you have. I don't know what I have. We'll have to figure that out. But yeah, it's going we'll to happen. That. It's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe we'll find time. You'd come down here. We can use a new studio because I moved. Well, I, I didn't move. I didn't move houses. I just moved rooms, but bigger studio. Absolutely. We could be in the same. We could be in the same room together. It'd be nice. Swapping COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Still a fucking thing, huh? Apparently. Currently still open. gotcha gotcha but a lot of cool things coming up um i'm really excited for it uh this is definitely the next level for this freaking show and uh uh we appreciate you guys uh hanging out with us and being around since i don't know i don't, I don't know how many listeners we have come and gone i don't know if we still got listeners from day one um but you guys are out there listening to our show uh we do get new subscribers. Um, on occasions we get new listeners and stuff. And you guys are always pouring in. We do appreciate it. And we do this show for you. Six years we've been doing this now. Six years this freaking show has been. And now we have the opportunity to grow even more because of the amazing sponsorships we have with Carter Comics, Ball Wash, Audible, and especially the sales from T Public and stuff like that. So um we appreciate all you guys doing that for us. And uh just stick with us because we're going to be doing so much more stuff hmm The Make best sure is yet to come. It sounds like you're falling down a well. I was making fun of uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Who?
1: Uh, she was like Don Jr.'s girlfriend or something at one time, and she spoke at one of the political rallies last year and was, like, super coked up looking, and she mm. screams, like,
0: The best is yet to come!
1: And it was unhinged. That's what I was I, laughing at.
0: I thought you were trying to sing a lyric from like an 80s song, because that definitely sounds like a lyric from like an 80s that song. That does
1: sound like a lyric from an 80s song. Yeah, I just didn't want to shout into my microphone.
0: Good call. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but, uh, no, we'll definitely conference. We'll figure some shit out. We're going to eat some chicken on fucking, uh, video, and then we'll eat some, uh, fake burgers on video. We're going to be eating some shit. Nice. I think we're also bringing back the, uh, the, the diet journeys I think we're talking about. I'm
1: looking forward to that. I'm yeah. I'm getting fatter every day. I think that's a New Year's thing.
0: I think that's first of the year kind of thing. Nice. We know we know what the we know what the end of the year is going to be like. We know Thanksgiving is around the corner. Christmas is coming up. It's just really fucking hard. But you know what? I think if we commit to it, I think at the beginning of next year, um, we can make some goals. I think it could happen because nice. I'm having I'm having back and knee pains up the butthole. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm carrying around like three people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah, so a uh, lot of stuff coming on. And the best part about doing this, especially with you, Joey, because I love doing stuff with you. Not because you're just family, but because we've been together for six years on the podcast. We've been together for like, holy shit, it's been like 15 years. Hmm. Man, time flies. Maybe 14 years. 15 years. Could have been 15 years. 14 years? No. I don't know. It's been a long 17 time. 17 years. 17 years. 17 years we've been together. Yeah. Could be almost 18 um. Mm-hmm. Um. But we're going to have the ability to eat food, but we're also going to diet with each other. We're going to keep ourselves accountable and motivated. We're just going to help motivate other people. And you know what? We're going to get we're going to get so many fans just on the fact that we're going to help people be better for themselves. Not only the choices of their chicken sandwiches, but their choices of a healthy healthy lifestyle. Nice. Yeah. What are you freaking thinking about, Joe? what am I freaking thinking about you know you uh, you mentioned the uh uh
1: the covid uh i got my booster uh I, by the time you listen to this it'll be 2 weeks ago nice now yeah. congrats thank you i uh, i feel invincible for the first time since this pandemic has started <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm looking forward to uh to maybe participating more with the world now cuz i you know uh, the the main thing i've worried about the whole time has not been that I would get sick. I I really have not been worried about that at all. What I've been most worried about is passing it on to any of my elderly congregants. Yeah. You know, um, or, you know, any elderly family members or whoever. And so, you know, now that I've got, I've got two Pfizer's under my belt and I got the Moderna booster, Mm -hmm. um, which supposedly it's only a couple of percentage points difference. Supposedly that's, that's like the second best mix you could have. The best you could have is all just all three Moderna apparently. Yeah, um, but it's like it's like ninety eight percent, ninety seven percent, ninety five percent. Like that's it's it's all very close together, and mm-hmm. all in the nineties. But anyway, um, so now I, I feel like I've, I've got a very good chance of both not getting it and not passing it on, and it's it's a chance that's strong enough that's like like I really feel good about it for the first time since yeah. this all started. You know, because there there just wasn't that much data on how when when I when I got my second Pfizer way back in the spring, we didn't know how long the shots would last and whether or not there would be a booster and and yeah. all this stuff. And now now scientists are feeling optimistic, so I'm feeling
0: optimistic. Yeah. Well, and, and that's and that's the thing, Joe. I think that's the biggest difference between someone like you and someone like the um. How the fuck do I say this? You're cautionary. Yeah. I think other people are, are, I, I don't know, how the fuck do I say this? Okay. There are, there are people who are cautious. There are people who are paranoid. Yeah. And I think when you get the, I think if the people who are paranoid kind of like realize that like, you know, if you're more cautious than anything, you're, you could be fine. Um, it's kind of like, it's like you said, like, you know, like you, you want to get the booster. Now you're going to have the ability to do more interactive things. Yeah. To where you get the other people are like, like you know, like I got, I got the, I got the, the shot. I got my second shot. I got my booster shot. I wear my mask. I don't go outdoors. If I feel like I got a headache, I'm going to quarantine for ten days because I'm not going to be the one to do this, then the other thing. It's like, it's like you could do everything you want, but unless you realize that you're still gonna to have to live your life, like you're just going to like just live in that weird paranoia. Yeah. And I and I get I mean like and I get it like yeah, you know, I know I know coronavirus isn't a joke. I know COVID's not a joke. I know we we make a lot of goofy games on here from it just for the sake of the you know oh, yeah. keep alive. Keep alive. Yeah, something. keep it alive. alive, right? 100%. <laughs> and the thing is it's like it's just like the it's the paranoia people that bug me like the most out of everybody. Um I haven't been vaccinated yet. And it's not because I just I'm I'm an anti vaxxer or anything I just, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those situations where like, it, it's hard for me to kind of agree with what's going on. And I know a lot of people like, I mean, not so many people like who are listening and everything, but like, uh, people who I work with, you know, just saying like, you know, like, well, you know, you, you're a Trump supporter, so are you not, you know, getting vaccinated because, you know, it's not Trump saying it. Well, Trump did tell everyone to get vaccinated and this is the same vaccinations that Trump started with. Right. And it has nothing to do with who says it. It does to do with the fact that it's like it's like it a lot of this shit doesn't make sense to me because in my mind, from from what I've heard and everything, like the vaccine the va the vax the vaccinations aren't gonna prevent me from getting COVID. It's not gonna prevent me from giving other people COVID. It's just going to lessen the effects of COVID in my body. So it's just I sit there and I keep thinking to myself, was like it's like why do people care so much about me getting vaccinated if the vaccine only helps me It doesn't deter from anyone else?
1: Yeah, it does. Um, it does help other people.
0: Well, explain that to me because no one's explained yeah, so, it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so the thing is, is that, um, gosh, part of the problem is the science is like it's it's we we can only go so fast. And so it's, there's not always data available. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of data has emerged more recently than, than like even three months ago. We weren't sure what, what things were. Um but yeah, so like um one of the things is is that um what they found is that people who are vaccinated are significantly less likely to pass it on even if they do happen to contract it. Okay. Um uh, there's something about the the way your antibodies glom onto the virus that prevent it from being as viral when it moves on to somebody else. Gotcha. Um, and so there, there's that. And then the other thing is, the more people who are vaccinated, the fewer people can pass it on. Um, or, or rather, the fewer people. Uh, it's that herd immunity idea, right? Where like if 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 ten people in the room, uh, eight of them are vaccinated and two of them are not. Uh, mm-hmm. If if one of the not people has has COVID, um, the other eight can help insulate that last person. Basically. Okay. Um and so that's that's a way that it helps other people as well um, yeah. but th- what they've recently found out is that it's it's very it's actually really, really difficult for someone who's vaccinated to pass the virus on. Um, at first they <coughs> uh, what what they found is when they when they were first looking at this stuff, mm-hmm. they didn't know how many people were vaccinated and how many people were not vaccinated, and so what they think is that there were actually a lot more unvaccinated people than they thought. Um, who were spreading the virus un- unknowingly, basically.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so it does protect you from uh, the, the MR- So, and then the other thing that I learned recently, this was my wife told me about this, and I wish I'd known it to begin with. Um, the, the way that the vaccines are rated are different. So both of the mRNA vaccines, their success rate is based on whether or not a person is hospitalized. So, like, you could still get it, but you're probably not going to spend any time in the hospital. Yeah. Um, the, the Johnson & Johnson, uh, although they, they do have that number for whether or not you'll be hospitalized, uh, you know, they, that you, you get the one shot. It's a more traditional vaccine. And they say that uh, it's like a 70% uh, uh, effectiveness rate. Right. But it's, mm-hmm. it's the, that rate is based on whether or not you're going to get it at all. And so, like the the mRNA vaccines, the new technology is whether or not you're hospitalized. The old technology is whether or not you're going to get it at all. Um, and so, like I've I've actually become a huge proponent of like the, the Johnson and Johnson. The only reason I got the Moderna is because I already had the other mRNA. If they got suggest it. a fourth booster, I'm going to get the Johnson and Johnson. But uh, if if you haven't gotten just to generally to the world, if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet. You should know the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is a traditional vaccine. It gives you one shot, gives you a 70% chance of never catching this fucking virus at all. And we don't know what a second shot does, but we know it's better. (laughs) Um,
0: I've heard that Johnson Johnson wasn't that good. Like those are having issues with it. So they kind of fixed that?
1: Yeah, as far as I know. So I I think they are recommending a a booster for it so that it's a, a two dose vaccine instead of a one dose vaccine. OK, um, but yeah, their their success rate is based on whether or not you get it at all versus the other one, which is whether or not you get hospitalized for it, which I thought is cool. I, I wish they'd said that to begin with. I, you know. Maybe they didn't want to because they had more supply of the other ones. But
0: yeah, I think I think what the problem was like and obviously their messaging it, has
1: been garbage the entire time.
0: <laughs> well, like it's, it's weird because like when you sit there and listen to the news and everything, like they talk about like death rates and everything compared to Johnson and Johnson. Oh, interesting. Like they, like they never talk about Pfizer or Moderna. Like they keep saying like there's these successes and everything, but like I I I I, I don't have the information in front of me. Yeah. And I wish yeah. I remember where I found it. But at like, I saw something about like there's like a three percent survival rate with Johnson and Johnson. But I, I I I know that can't be right. But there's. No. The, 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 the term the the number three percent is stuck in my head when it comes to Johnson, Johnson and Johnson I can't remember what the hell it was and if I find it I'll send it to you yeah because I'm trying I'm trying to remember what it- I just remember hearing a lot of people say like when they took the Johnson and Johnson they got sick and I, I know it's like it's not everybody who gets sick it, it's, I think it's a DNA thing I think it's like how your body yeah, you see stuff, but that's—I mean—that's fucking anything. Like people can have bad reactions to polio uh, vaccines, right. flu vaccines. Um, so it's like it's like I'm not I'm not like I said I'm not anti vaxxer I'm not. I just like it yeah. just never made sense to me because all you keep hearing is is the vaccine, and that's the thing too. Is like they they, they changed the term of what a vaccine is to like accommodate this. I've heard that too. Whatever. Um, yeah, well, cause this, this new
1: mRNA vaccine is unlike any vaccine we've ever had. Yeah. Typically, uh, historically, you know, um, so like the first smallpox vaccine, mm-hmm. this is so disgusting. The, the earliest smallpox vaccine, what they would do is they would basically, uh, they would milk cowpox pus out of a cow, uh, out of a, like a sore from a, a smallpox on a cow, a cowpox and then they would cut a cut uh uh put a cut in your arm and then just shove that pus in there and then like bandage up your arm and that was like that's how they inoculated you uh and then the next the, the next step from there to the the you know like the 18th century version was to take a scab from somebody who has smallpox and shove that in your arm and there was like a really bad success rate on that like it's better than it's better than getting smallpox but it's it's yeah. awful um and then like from there it was okay well we're going to redo we're going to figure out a way to uh create a weekend version of the virus and mm-hmm. put that into you with a shot which is what the polio vaccine was that was the first time that somebody had done that was Jonas Salk mm-hmm. um and that's that's so traditionally that's what you're getting is a, a different version of the virus uh the mRNA is is so completely different it's hard to even without changing the terminology like you said it's it's hard to even call it a vaccine because it's yeah. It's not traditional
0: inoculation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm definitely going to take it more into consideration. Like I said, I mean, my dad recommends me getting it and I know my dad wouldn't tell me to do something that's trying kind to of harm me. Obviously there's a big fear in, um, me being one of those DNA strands that affects wrong. And it's also at the same time, like, you know, I, I don't know if it's been different since it first came out. So right. this, this I may not know, but. Uh, some I, I heard one person say it before, so there's no logic to it other than from what I hear. Yeah. yeah. So, plus the person that said I don't really like anyway. So, <laughs> if you're listening, you remember telling me this? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember how it worked or what they said exactly, but it's like, if you get the first shot and you feel nauseous from it, it's because you've had the virus. Oh, interesting and it's like kicking it or something like that. If you don't feel nauseous, then you're fine. If you get the second shot and you feel nauseous, it's just for the, it's a vaccine working, and you've never had uh COVID. So I don't know if there's any truth to it. It's goofy, but... It's just one of the things like you know, you see a lot of these people have certain kind of reactions and stuff. And it's not all lethal and fatal. A lot of it is like, you know, nausea and sickness, headaches, blah blah yeah. blah blah. Your body oh, yeah. seen- it,
1: I will say it it uh the the second Pfizer knocked me on my I felt like I was hung over.
0: Yeah. So the biggest concern I have right now as it comes to vaccinations like I only get select days off. I work two yeah. days. I'm off two days. I work two days. I'm off three days. I work two days. I'm off two days, three days, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, you, right you want to
1: schedule it before a three-day, yeah. just to be so safe. The
0: problem is, yeah, exactly. The problem is uh, we're shorthanded to the point where there is no coverage for our days. Right. So there's no sick days for Travis until we get new people. There's no vacation days for Travis until we get new people. If anyone does take a sick day, nine times out of ten, they just take both days off. And if that happens, I'm at work seven straight days. Uh, and vice versa. If I take off, so if I go to sign, if I decide to go get this vaccination, and it affects me to the point where, like, I have to be hospitalized, yeah, yeah. my coworkers are going to have to cover my shifts Going forward until I come back. So, there's right. the biggest fear that I have for it is being time off because of this. But,
1: yeah.
0: I've heard, uh, I've heard Pfizer's really great. Of all of them, I've heard Pfizer was the top one. You're saying Moderna, so. That's um, what I've heard. Pfizer, Pfizer
1: is what I have. I, I liked the Pfizer. It was fine yeah. with me. So, almost everyone I know got the Pfizer.
0: You gotcha. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to look at it. I know there's a couple of places. I mean, I think every fucking, uh, uh, CVS now has like an option to get fucking vaccinated there. Yeah, you can get
1: like anything, anywhere. I think because the
0: supply is so big now. Yeah. Well, I do got a, I do got a CVS here in town. So
1: nice, cool.
0: Yeah, dope. Cool.
1: What are you freaking thinking about now that we're <laughs> we yeah. went into a weird deep dive on vaccines? Yeah. But yeah. I, well, I love it. I love hearing information about it.
0: So there's one thing I am freaking thinking about previous to what we are talking about, but there is a second one now that uh, I, we just finished this past conversation. So I'm going to go with my original one, which was this past Saturday, I went to a wrestling show up in Rillabrook, uh, Dynamic Wrestling Alliance. Uh, I got to see my cousin – Acid, he wrestles under the name Acid, uh, started wrestling in the 90s, uh, been retired for a couple of years, came out of retirement for this invitational show that DWA put on. So I got to watch him wrestle for the first time in like nine years, ten years. Oh, nice. So that was really cool. And, uh, he, uh, realized how much he missed it being in here because he was just in an eight man tag. He had a small little spot. Um, but he realized how much he missed it to where like he's willing to have one more match, and then maybe call on it, but anyone who's a wrestling fan out there knows that retirement never really means retirement, so it was really awesome to see that, um, if you guys know, I do a wrestling podcast also, Just Freaking Wrestling, JFW, uh, also part of Freakness Studios, uh, so it's gonna be cool, because I'm going to recap that show on this week's episode, and, um, it's going to be awesome to actually talk about my cousin in the show and, you know, and stuff like that. So that's really awesome. And I'm going to actually set something up with him to actually, uh, have a, a one-on-one show, uh, episode with him kind of like talking about his, uh, wrestling career. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that popped up during this show was, uh, I finally got to a point where you were talking long enough for eating my Burger King. (laughs) Nice. And, uh, even when you're talking about cutting pus out of a cow, it didn't deter right. me from eating my Whopper. Nice. That should tell you how good they are and also how... Uh, That's as why I you keep going years, back even though the service right? sucks. The service sucks. So <laughs> to to recap last week's episode, Burger King, do better. Uh, hey, Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show, but the show's only an hour long. So if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? if you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast
1: Live Podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live.
0: Perfect. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. You can reach us at this freaking show at yahoo.com or the contact us section. Of this dot com. I know you're wondering, hey, I tried to reach out to you guys before and I never heard from you. Well, that's because it was messed up, but I fixed it. <laughs> now it's available. Nice. So if you go to this dot com and go to the contact us, fill out the information. If you're uh if you're a creator, a hobbyist or whatever, and you want to get your uh your hobby out there uh to the public, we welcome you onto the show so we can talk to you and get to know you. We always like meeting new people. We've done it for years. Six to be exact.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh
0: Reach out to us on Facebook, uh, or, uh, this freaking show, or thisfigureshow.com in the contact section. Reach out to us, we'd love to hear from you. You can catch our show when we release it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Verbal, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Music, any platform that podcasts are available, nine times, uh, about 90% of the shot that we're there. Uh, it seems to be popping up in places I didn't even know we, uh, are available at, but yeah. Nice. Just search this freaking show. If we show up, there you go. If it's not, let me know. I'll see what I'll do about getting it on there. Special thanks to CarterComics.com, BallWash.com, and Audible for being sponsors of the show. Uh, you heard the plugs earlier today. Make sure you check out those amazing sponsors. Um and, uh, give them the business. So, uh, you know, they keep supporting us for what we do. <sighs> Joe, that's all I got. So, nice. as always, I am Travesty. Nah, I'm Cartoon Joe. I know what you're thinking. I was screwing up the ending there because I almost did the JFW ending.
1: Ah, uh, I wondered what was up with that.
0: Yeah, because usually I say that and then Dizzle J or Dan would be like, time to ring the bell on this episode. But I was like, oh, wait a minute. Um <laughs> So I'm going to rewind here. Uh, that's all I got. So as always, I am Tracy. Nah, I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.